Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. And uh, we are taking a look at aligning with your passion. So how do you best align with your passion? How do you know that you're aligning with your passion? And uh, <coughs> for some people, it's... it's um, sort of a challenge to decide whether it's okay to align with their passions or not. And so we're going to talk today about um, how this works and, and uh, how you can do it in balance, you know, and what's it like when you go completely whole hog into aligning with your passion and is that okay or not okay. And, you know, the beautiful thing is ultimately it's up to you whether it's okay or not okay, right? So the only... Um, when we learn to listen to our inner self, it makes things so much easier to know, you know, whether whether we're doing the right thing or not. Because it's it, it, there's a feeling within us we know when we are and when we're not. So, um, okay. So, I hope you all are doing well today, and uh, I am currently trying to get to my first cup of coffee because it's been one of those very slow-moving mornings. And so I'm just going to uh, wake up with you guys because it's very early here in the West. And I did, however, want to share with you, I'll, I'll try to take some pictures before the show is over and and share them with you somewhere, I guess on the Facebook page that you have the link to on, on Blog Talk. Um, I woke up in in sacred light of Sedona. I spent the night at the center last night. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm right in the heart of the Red Rock Canyon, and it is just amazing to wake up here. It's indescribable. <laughs> the sun just kind of bouncing off the red rocks as it rises and the mist in the air in the morning. And there's really, if you've never been to Sedona, there just is no other place on earth like it. It's mind-blowing, <laughs> just just mind-blowing. So I am very, very blessed this morning to have awakened here and I am taking full advantage and just waking up slowly with you guys. And so, you know, we do always want to encourage you guys to call in. <coughs> Sorry, the juniper is still kicking my butt here with the allergies. Um, so the number is 347-677-1443 if you'd like to call in and talk about aligning with your passions. Um you know, the first thing I want to kind of look at is how do you move from everyday life, because in a lot of cases we have this passion within, or we don't really know what our passion is as we're beginning to uh, start our life, you know, as an adult and moving into real life and all of that. We kind of lose sight of what our passion is, and then at some point we begin to regain it, and, and in a lot of cases we feel like it's, that's just our dream, but not reality. And I'm here to say that they can be one if you choose to align with that, right? So, for instance, if we have a real passion for something, we really care about something, we really sort of uh, almost can feel it within us, then that's typically something that is meant to be a part of our path in one way or another, Okay, 
So we don't want to disregard that as, oh, that's just a pie-in-the-sky kind of dream. (coughs) We want to acknowledge it and try to figure out, okay, if I nurture this, how does it incorporate itself into my life? How do I use this to make me a better me? We don't develop a passion from within for something if it's not some sort of part of us. So, for instance, um, and we'll just kind of go with my story because it's the one that I'm allowed to tell without anybody else's permission. So there. When I was young, I was convinced I wanted to be an actress. And I was the shyest little thing. Holy moly. So this little freckle-faced, red-headed girl, teeny tiny, just super, super shy. But I wanted to be an actress so badly. And it wasn't about getting the attention. It you know, it wasn't an ego thing. It was just, I mean, it was just something I felt inside. And so I did community theater and I did a lot of stuff in our church and uh, different, we went to Unitarian for a while and then we went to uh, religious science, you know, kind of off, off-grid churches. I'm not off-grid, but <laughs> not normal churches, you know. Um, but we did a lot of like plays and different social things. And so I uh, And I majored in theater in college, and so I did a lot of acting throughout my life, and it really was my passion, um, just learning the skills and and the way that I could just take on the character and become them and that kind of thing. And it was really something that I aligned with. And when I was in college, I did get some offers uh, from pretty respectable places, actually. It was kind of an honor. But instead, I got married, and that needed to take precedence. And so I kind of gave up my dreams and my passion. And as I moved through life, there was resentment, and there was this, and there was that. And I was, you know, why did I do that? The marriage didn't last as long as college did. (laughs) You know, I gave up some pretty nifty opportunities. But when I look back, I see that, in fact, it was perfect because It's not so much that I was meant to be an actress. It's that I was meant to overcome the shyness and be okay with being up in front of people and speaking in front of people and losing that just insane shyness that I had and and, uh, the insecurities and that kind of thing that I had when I was a little girl. So now when I do the work that I do, I'm fine to be up in front of people and I believe that the acting that I did actually assisted me in developing my skills of an empath because I would align with the characters. I would feel what they were feeling. I would really tune into the energy of the characters and I would become them, you know. And so I believe now looking back that you know, I didn't ever let that passion go, but the offers that I received were not in line with my path. Had I actually become a professional actress, I probably wouldn't be here now doing what I'm doing, which, as it turns out, later in life, became my real passion, you know, helping people and being of assistance. I always liked doing that, but the other overshadowed it, and it was because I needed to gain those skills in order to come be of service here. So it's interesting when we, when we do align with what we are passionate about, 
and we remove the expectations of what we think that's supposed to mean. For instance, just because I was very passionate about acting doesn't mean that I needed to become an actress. It means that it was a step on my path to get to where it was I was to end up to be. Hopefully this makes sense to you all. So in other words, when we have kids or we have friends or we have whoever or or even ourselves, you know, we want to be kind to ourselves, and they start down a path and they seem like, okay, this is it, this is the one, this is this is the path, you know, let them align with that and support them in that if it's something they're passionate about, but without the expectation. This is where the downfall comes. People will walk a path that they're very passionate about and then they'll go, you know, second thought, I don't think this is really for me. And they'll shift to another path or another passion or something. And people will tend to say, oh, you never finish anything, you're not following through, you know, help them kind of feel like a failure. When in fact, maybe it was just that they were very passionate about that so that they could gain those experiences. And when the passion fades, then typically they're done with what they needed to do. You know, now sometimes it's that people don't follow through and sometimes it's that they are running from what they feel strongly about because it scares them. And so understanding which of these things it is <clears throat> and being supportive is an important thing if we want to be good parents, good friends, good children, good whatever it is, whatever role you're playing, right? So allowing yourself and others to align with that passion within is very important without judging and without expecting. It doesn't matter if you're very, your kid is very passionate about basketball or they're very passionate about music or whatever it may be. It, it doesn't mean that's what they have to do with the rest of their lives. It just means that's what they're passionate about right now. And for you as well, When you have something you're passionate about, find a way to align with that. For instance, if you're very passionate about helping people and you really haven't found your outlet yet, start aligning with some some other people who help people, whether it's that you start reading books by people who, who have done this in whatever way you're attracted to, or you listen to people talking, you know, like whether it's Wayne Dyer doing his things on PBS or (coughs) Deepak Chopra or Oprah Winfrey or whoever it may be that you're inspired by, you know, you want to begin to align with those energies more and more. And as you do this, as you align yourself with people who are actually doing what it is you're passionate about, it assists you in becoming clearer on what your passion is. It's not that you're going to necessarily follow in their footsteps or become students of or disciples of or whatever it may be. It's that aligning with other people who are passionate about something similar to you, then then you're getting closer to that energy. So that's an energy that you can align with, you can become familiar with, you can tap into and raise your vibration to to the space that they're in, right? So that, for instance, if if you really admire Mother Teresa, okay, and she's not here anymore, but you can read 
the things that she wrote. You can keep the quotes that she had around. You can, you know, you can align with that energy. If you're very inspired to be a big business person or to create companies so that you create jobs so that, you know, and then the ripple effect and whatever whatever you're passionate about, begin to collect resources that you can access on a daily basis and align yourselves with the energy of the people who are already doing that. You don't have to be around these people in person. You just want to align with the energy of, you know. And by doing so, this gets you in the frequency that you're looking for. Because everything is, you know, and I talk about this stuff um, without really thinking about the fact that a lot of people don't use it as their daily language. So Jessica, Jessica gets on me all the time. You guys hear Jessica on the show often. She gets on me a lot because she says, you know, not everybody understands what you're talking about. <laughs> so we'll, we'll kind of describe it like the notes on a guitar, you know, because everything is vibration and frequency. Everything, every thought, every wall, every door, every, everything is vibration and frequency. So when there's something you want to do, if you can align yourself or begin to bring your vibration into tune with people who are already doing that, the vibration of the people who are successful in that, it assists you in, like if, you, if we go back to the guitar and the different strings on it and the, the tones that they make, if you want to align yourself with a certain vibration, say with like, I don't know, Donald Trump or Mother Teresa or whoever, um, you want to find what vibration are they coming from. And you do that by tapping into the stuff that they talk about, the, the things that they're doing, <clears throat> and just aligning yourself with their energy and what are they doing. And then you begin to hear the inspiration that comes from that particular level or that vibration and frequency. So it's like you can better hear each note on the guitar if you're listening for it, right? So if somebody's playing a guitar and you are strictly listening for the the G note, right? Then if you if you are very careful to focus and go, okay, I just want to hear this this one note, that's the one I'm going to listen to for the whole song. That's what I'm going to tune into. And if you can, the more you can pick that note out of the song, the more in tune you are with that vibration. And so we can do this in life as well. We can decide what skills, what um, personality traits, what... What are the different things that people are doing and becoming successful in the things that we are passionate about? And that's aligning with your passion or, you know, aligning with the vision that you have, whether it's through another person and what they're doing or not. Sometimes we get beyond the point of meeting the other people, okay? And sometimes it's just about creating a vision board or creating a vision in our heads and just really living that for a few minutes a day, every day. So if you are very passionate about, about moving to Costa Rica, 
somebody out there must be thinking about Costa Rica because it just keeps coming in my head. <laughs> so if uh, if you're very passionate about moving to Costa Rica and doing something, then then every morning and every night at least you need to, you know, sit on your bed or sit wherever and feel the ocean breeze and hear the ocean and hear the wind through the trees and, you know, all the different things. Feel the sand in your feet. You want to really be where you're passionate about being. You want to see yourself and feel yourself and hear yourself doing the things that you're passionate about doing and watch them come to life. When I was a little girl, it was kind of weird, but now it's beginning to make sense, right? I'm 48, and now it's beginning to make sense. (laughs) I guess over the last few years it has been. I used to do interviews with myself. I would interview myself. And so I became really good at interviewing people in my head anyway, right, because I'm just a little girl. So I became very good at interviewing people and being interviewed by people. And I became pretty good at being able to just off the cuff be able to talk about things. And and so like even when I do this show, there are never any notes. And I rarely ever have, you probably can tell, <laughs> um, I rarely have a topic before about two minutes before the show. <coughs> so this skill that I didn't even know was a skill is one that I developed when I was a little girl and I would just in my head see myself interviewing people and being interviewed and that kind of thing. And it was I thought it was just part of my acting exercises that I was making up for myself. Now as time has gone by, there are a lot of times that I'm asked to do um, interviews with people or that I have guests on that we interview and that kind of thing. And so over the years I've had to be able to Um, really just talk about things off the cuff in front of crowds of people. And so it's kind of funny because you look back at at when I, and I used to just do this in my head, you know. It's not like I um, necessarily did it out loud or anything. And, uh, (laughs) uh, okay, so I'm going to share funny, funny with you. Um, I'm sitting in Sacred Light of Sedona in my jammies, wrapped up in a quilt, looking at the beautiful scenery, and potential customers are pulling up, but we're not open yet, and they're going to see me sitting here in my jammies having my coffee. So there's a good giggle for you. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. So aligning with your passion is not only, you know, reading about it, studying about it, that kind of thing. It's also really being with the you who is already actively participating in it, okay? So if you are really passionate about horses, but you, you don't, maybe you don't have the money or you're not around horses right now or whatever, whatever your obstacles are, okay? If you can align yourself with you having a horse or being involved with horses or whatever your, your passion is, and then really be with that at least twice a day and set a goal for yourself. I know it sounds silly and cheesy and whatever, but you know, I have a very, very, very dear friend who she, she is all about horses and she used to have a horse and then she had to give her horse up because you know, she was a mom and the kids had to come first and whatnot and it really broke her heart 
and she was still very passionate about horses, but it hurt so badly that she couldn't even look at them because she had to give up her horse. Now, she is incredibly good with animals, especially horses, and it tore me up to see her with this passion that she had just walked away from and given up on. And so we sat down and we talked about it, and and we kind of got her to break through that complete wall she had put up around her horses and you know the fact that she was just never going to have another horse and that kind of thing she had completely blocked herself from her passion which is very common it's what a lot of people do because it hurts too much to think about it if you don't have it and you don't see a way of it coming into your life so what we did was we set a goal for five years for her to have a horse by then the kids would be way older and uh and there's no real reason she couldn't except for the obstacles she put in her way. And so <clears throat> we sat down. Just every once in a while we'd sit down and see her on her horse and, you know, have her really experiencing it and that kind of thing. And we just really put it into her energy field that this was something she had opened back up to and she would like to align with again. And so I guess... Somehow, you know, she has a lot going on in her life. And so somehow she had forgotten that we did this because it was just during a visit, you know. And about three years later, I got a call saying she was getting a horse. <laughs> and so I reminded her, I told her, wow, you're like two years ahead of schedule. And she said, what are you talking about? <laughs> <coughs> so it's not, not like you have to, um, once that seed is planted and really ingrained, then it typically just takes on a life of of its own. And so once you begin to align with your passion and once you really feel like it's ingrained there, then the next step is really just going on and living your life and allowing the universe to put into place the things that are going to get you where you need to be. So it's kind of like placing an order in a catalog or something or online or whatever. You know, you... You hit the order button once. You know, you make sure the order's gone through. And then you leave it be and you just wait for it to come to your house. And so it's very similar to this. It's You have to find a way to really align with and define what it is you want and really get that down into the core of your being. When you get that down into the core of your being... And the true you really understands and the universe or God or creation or whatever you choose to call it really understands, then you can sort of release it and just know it to be true, know it to be fact and begin living your life with the understanding that you can be heading to this this new way of life or this new experience or whatever it may be. And on occasion, revisit it if it's something you enjoy obviously, and realign yourself with with other people who are doing the same things if that's what you enjoy. You know, it's obviously not 100% necessary because my friend didn't realign herself. I mean, she had horses around, like pictures of horses and that kind of thing. So subliminally, those were probably being planted. Seeds were probably being planted. Um, But it's not like you have to become obsessed Excessive over it necessarily. Sometimes that's overkill because then we really limit ourselves to the expectations and we really begin to keep it in the um, analytical stage 
rather than allowing it really just needs to get down to the core of our being. And the clearer the picture of what it is we think we want, the more easily it becomes to uh, it begins to become reality. So, uh, for instance, with Mystical Truth, my company, Mystical Truth, we do a lot of different mystical teachings, and we do counselings, and we do all kinds of different things, different services and healing services and journeys and that kind of thing. And <clears throat> I can remember the moment that it started was because there was another group that I was involved with who no longer had the same um, principles, I'll say. They had shifted who was running it, and and I really couldn't get behind what they were doing anymore. And so... So I was talking with some people from there, and they kept asking me to teach classes on my own, to do my own thing, and I thought they were insane. And my son was standing in the kitchen, and he said, just create your own. Just do your own, because everybody wants it, and you know you're good at it, and you've been working with them for almost 20 years, and you've got so much of your own stuff to do. Just do it already. And I remember looking at him thinking, you're nuts. And I could feel that his statement, my son is very... um, he is a very powerful little energy. <laughs> and so it's almost like it got spoken into truth, you know? It got spoken into reality. And from then on, it seemed to just snowball. And before I knew it, I was teaching classes. And before I knew it, I was doing uh, different journeys and different spiritual services and different, um, just all kinds of different things with people that... Um, that I wouldn't have expected myself to do, you know. It's not like that's what I had intended. And so it is what I was very passionate about. So the passion is going to blossom and become reality if you simply give it a foundation and nourishment and attention. So as these opportunities came up, I would say yes, plain and simple. If an opportunity to teach someone came up, I'd say yes. And I did it reluctantly. (laughs) Some of you who listened to this show were there in the beginning days. And so there was a whole lot of, oh, God, really? Sure, okay. Because I just thought, what the hell am I getting myself into, you know? And so... um, From there, my passion of helping people on a spiritual level and personal, I kind of do a mix between personal development and and your, and mystical, I guess. Spiritual doesn't really cover it because it's not religious or it's it's more understanding the mystical side of you. And so it's kind of a cross between and it's not something I've seen before, but it's what I'm very passionate about. And so it's, uh, you know, I kept myself very aligned with people who did the different things that I was interested in and passionate in. And before I knew it, there was a snowball effect happening where there were more and more and more people coming, asking for classes, asking for services, asking for life coaching, asking for readings, asking for all of these different things that I love to do, you know, but it was a little intimidating to think about starting a a foundation and starting this and starting that. And so that's not the part I was passionate about. So that's just what I didn't align with. (laughs) And so 
what I find is as it's time to grow and as it's time to change and go into a new step or a new direction with the teachings and services that I offer, a new person will come in who can assist me with that. And so, you know, my my willingness my willingness to not attach to any particular outcome has paid off because what I would have expected was for me to have to do it all alone. And <clears throat> because I was an only child, I was alone most of the time growing up, and so I'm used to just doing things alone. And so this, this experience has shown me that I don't have to have all the details because the universe has the details. So I can just relax and do what it is I'm passionate about. And if I am open and I allow it, the universe will take care of the details. So this is what I'm hoping to pass along to you all. The first thing is identifying what are you passionate about. You know, that's a, that's a big one. We have to understand what it is even that we're passionate about, and we have to not be afraid of that passion. What happens is, like my friend, a lot of times <clears throat> people, people are almost afraid of afraid to look at what they're passionate about because they say that it hurts too much when they're not doing it. Well, if it hurts too much when you're not doing it, then do something with it. You know, it's really not that difficult. If you're a regular everyday person and you really want to be an actor, then, then in the midst of your real life, go take an acting class. Go get involved in community theater. Go do something. Even just, even just you know, when, <coughs> when I was in between times at community theater and so on, I would just get the uh, little playbooks of the different plays and I would just act them out myself just to hone my skills and just to be in the energy of acting. And, um, and so there are all kinds of things you can do if you just remove the expectations of what, you think that looks like and what you think it's supposed to be like, do what you can. Align with what you can because then you're moving forward and you're coming closer to living your passion. You're beginning to bring that, whatever you're passionate about, you're beginning to bring it into your vibration that way. And as you bring more of it into your vibration, the more you can align with what your true passion really is and as your vibration aligns with it, it becomes more and more a part of your everyday life. So, what do we do when we uh, kind of hit middle age and we feel like, okay, I've sort of lost my opportunity or the window has closed or, you know, that's never going to happen. Perhaps it's time to step back and look at that which we are passionate about and see are we holding on to a passion we had from way back and we just and I see this often people like say <clears throat> say I had hung on to the acting bug right I I wanted to be an actress I could have been a contender I, I had some really phenomenal offers um, from places and and uh, very well-known and respected places where if you get an offer from them, you're pretty much on your way. 
And for whatever reason, I turned them down. I got married, I whatever. And so clearly it was not a part of my past. So as I looked back at it from my middle-agedness, I could see that the reason that they didn't pan out is because that was not, in fact, a part of my past. That passion for acting was simply um, a step on the path to who I would become. Because sometimes our inner being knows better than our conscious mind. And so, yes, I needed that experience with the acting, but I didn't need to become an actress. So in my middle-agedness, it was um, a matter of connecting with what my current passions were and seeing how they fit in my real current life. Now, we're about halfway into the show, and I just want to remind you guys, call in and comment, call in and ask questions, that kind of thing if you'd like. It doesn't always have to be me just rambling here. I know most of our listens are archives, but those who are listening live, feel free to call in. <coughs> it's uh, 347-677-1443. So, um, okay. So when, when we hit this point in life and we realize, okay, I've been, I've been thinking that I wanted to be a rock star, I know people who are, who were phenomenal, they are phenomenal musicians, but they never got past the, I'm going to be in a bar in a band, I'm going to be in a band in a bar kind of thing, and they're in their 50s and 60s now, and some are just having a phenomenal time because they have their families, they have their jobs, their passion is their music, and they're still playing their music, and they're just happy as can be. And then I know some others who are, you know, okay, I'm still playing in this bar, but one day I'm going to make it. One day I'm going to make it. And they've still got the the crazy 80s hair and, you know, but they're verging on, on 50s and 60s and, you know, and that's okay if they're happy with it. Okay, there's no real judgment. What I'm, what I'm going at is that a lot of these people are still hanging on to the dream they had in high school. You know, they they never quite got the groove of how to do something with it. It's not the music they're passionate about. It's the becoming a rock star. Well, if you've hit your 50s and you haven't hit that groove yet, maybe it's time to step back and go, okay, is, is this really, is it really the becoming a rock star part that you were passionate about or is it the music that you were passionate about or what is it that you're really passionate about? Because I'm willing to bet that it wasn't the rock star thing that actually got them going in the morning, you know? Because if it was, they would have done something with that. <clears throat> and so at a certain point, it's time to turn around and go, okay, what is my passion at this point in life? Because in many cases, our passion will shift with our times of life. And so hanging on to what we were passionate about in our 20s kind of makes it so that we miss out on what we would be passionate about in our 30s or 40s or 50s. You know? And so it does shift and change. It doesn't have to be the same thing forever and ever and ever. It's what is going to really 
rocket boost us along our path at any given time. And so aligning with what you're passionate about (coughs) begins first with being really honest with yourself and becoming clear on what are you passionate about now, not what are you hanging on to from the past or what is it that somebody else says you would be good about and they think you ought to be passionate about. What are you passionate about? And and here's a kicker. There's not always something that you're passionate about. That's That can be a really tough spot. You know, you go through life and you may be in a spot where you know just nothing, nothing gets you excited. And that's okay. That just means it hasn't come along yet or it hasn't developed yet or, you know, there doesn't have to be something you're passionate passionate about 100% of the time in your life. So if you happen to be in one of those times where you're like, you know, I just don't even know what excites me anymore, well, then you're probably in a in a shift where you're moving from one to another. And so that's okay. Just go about your daily life. Enjoy the birds and the trees and the butterflies or whatever. You know, align with the things that make you happy, even if there's nothing that you're passionate about. Because as you align with that happy place, then the thing that you're pa- you will become passionate about can find you more easily. It can develop more quickly. And, uh, and so this is something that we really want to, um, we, I don't know, I think it's a good thing to tap into. It's not something you have to tap into. You're all big people and you can figure out what you want to do. <coughs> a, passionate, a passionate free life can be a blessing at times, and it can also be something that we live because we're afraid of the power, the pure power of passion. So just taking some time. You know, almost every show that we do ends up being that, you know, just taking some time here and there throughout the day and just centering yourself and being one with with yourself and, and whatnot is is a really good way to allow these things to begin to pop up. Allow the things that you're passionate about to come up. Ask your inner being to please share with you what it would really like to do. As we find those things we're passionate about, it brings more energy moving through us. When we tap into that passion energy, holy moly, it's like somebody opened up the floodgates and we can do anything. There are no obstacles that can hold us back when we're passionate about something. And so, I mean, if you think about, if you think about two young kids who, you know, the first love, think about your first love. Is there anything that could have kept you away from that first love? Holy crap. So my first love, almost, he was walking from Ocala to Orlando, which is over 60 miles, you know, because he couldn't find a car to come see me, and so he was just going to walk, you know, and he had every intention of walking until somebody finally came and picked him up and and said, well, fine, we'll just take you, good grief, you know, but you were not going to stop him from coming to see me, you know, and it's just kind of crazy. You think about that um, that kind of passion for another person or that kind of passion for, think about anything that you have really, really wanted in life. And 
Who could stop you from it? And if so, why? Because passion has this unstoppable motion to it. So when we figure out what we want and we align with that passion, it's it can be a little scary for people. And so I just encourage you all to align with it and breathe through it and allow that passion to come through into your life in a way that's going to bring an uplifting motion to your life. So we're about, we have about 20 minutes left Um, We're actually going to wrap the show up early today because I'm having a very hard time talking without the uh, allergies kicking in. And so since nobody's calling in and chatting with me to give me a little bit of a break, we're just going to go ahead and, and leave you with these thoughts and hope that if you haven't invited passion into your life, and that's really what we do is invite it into our life. If you haven't, then I hope that you will. If really, 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 I hope that if you're hanging on to passions from times gone by that are no longer what you're actually passionate about, you'll consider sort of renewing or revisiting what you're actually passionate about and following what you're passionate about now. You know, it's not letting go of dreams where it hurts. It's, okay, this this doesn't really apply to me anymore. It's not really what I'm... It's just habit, like the musicians. It's just habit to pursue the rock star thing. Even though you get to a certain point and you know it's really kind of not going to happen, then then what do you want to pursue now? Because you're missing out on the really cool stuff that could be happening now. So <coughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. This tell you, the allergies are just doing me in this year. If anybody has any holistic... Uh, ideas or whatever that works for Juniper, please uh, contact me at Blog Talk and let me know. So, all right. So we're going to wrap it up today a little bit early, and I'm going to wish you all a wonderful day. And I'm going to encourage you to check out holisticnaturalsco.com and check out the supplements and the cookbook that our friend Spring Rain Peony has out. Again, holisticnaturalsco.com. And uh, I'm also going to encourage you to check out Sacred Light of Sedona if you happen to be in the Sedona area. And uh, we're at 1456 Highway 179 in Sedona. And uh, check out the website, I'm sorry, sacredlightofsedona.com. And there's a video of the place on there. And and, uh, all right, you guys, so have a wonderful day. And um, we will see you here tomorrow. Hopefully a little bit better able to breathe. (laughs) All right. Have a great day, everybody.